0: Two Blokes Talking Tech episode 276. Welcome to the Tech Guide uh, studio. I am here, Trevor Long from he Joined each and every week, the other bloke talking tech, Stephen Fennett from techguide.com.au. G'day, mate. Good
1: evening, Trevor.
0: It's our morning, afternoon. Could be anything for the listener. Well,
1: it is evening for you and me right now. It
0: is. It's late in the evening too, yeah. let's be honest. End of a long day. I've had a little look at the rundown. Massive show. It is. Excited. Like, this show could make tech great again. Absolutely. absolutely it's going to be huge it's going to be huge (laughs) (laughs) two bugs talking tech and we do all thanks to the good people at netgear netgear netgear.com.au and as we stupidly alluded to in the intro um I don't think we can not talk about Donald Trump, not because, not just because I'm just fascinated by it, but because there is a there is a solid tech story to hear. In, in every industry, there's a story about Donald Trump yes. because of how he could theoretically change so much. Let's talk tech, though. Yes. Um, you wrote a, a really good piece on techguide.com.au about overall the impact of tech, but critically, first up, the bloke's a luddite. There's no computer on his desk at work no. now. I've known a few CEOs in my time that even the Prime Minister's got a computer on his yeah. desk. It's not on well, the Prime main Minister, desk. It's on, it's on the side desk. Malcolm but Turnbull walks around with an iPad Pro, a 12.9-inch well, iPad Pro. He's a weirdo But <laughs> in terms of tech and many other things. But he, Trump, from what it appears, doesn't have a single computer in his office. No. He's basically self-reliant
1: on he, his stuff. According to reports, he doesn't even use email. And that doesn't surprise me at all. Well, he's got a lot of minions. What do you think he's tools. don at DonaldTrump.com? Well, I don't, I don't know. Donald J. Trump. I think. Well, we, we should talk about the fact that yeah, he's a luddite. But, Sorry, yeah, President we, Elect Trump. President Elect Trump is also uh, he's very his he tweets are uh, uh, pretty famous when he does them himself. That's right. And it's and we're trying to work out that apparently you look at his metadata on Twitter and he posts from a Samsung device. He also posts from an iPhone, and is it? The Samsung that's by his staff, and you were saying that his iPhone apparently yeah, so is his
0: own device. Word on the Twitter sphere is that, and this has been going on for some time, that the three AM rants are all happening on an iPhone, and the more strategic, uh, and they're often still the same barbs, but you know, dictated bubs, perhaps, yeah. are tweeted on Android phone. Now, that just that's the best sign ever that there's a you know a user and a and a, and a uh, someone else <laughs> involved. I I do believe quite wholeheartedly that he has a mobile phone, he uses a mobile phone, and he knows how to tweet. I'm pretty confident, though, the bloke knows very
1: little about technology. While while we're talking about phones, though, there was some controversy earlier this year. Do you remember when Apple were under a lot of pressure to create a backdoor to a deceased terrorist's iPhone? Mm. And Apple agonised over it and decided that, no, because... That's not what we're about. If, if the FBI used this tool, then they could use it on anyone's iPhone. And they they stuck to their guns. But at the time, at, at the height of his inflammatory uh, campaign and speaking his mind, he called for people to boycott Apple. Do you remember that? He said, yeah, no, did. boycott Apple, don't buy their products until they let us let us into this guy's phone. So it's that kind of attitude to one of the biggest American companies there is, you know, up there with Google. Um, but he's also been talking about cyber attacks and trying to sound smart about how we got to be more, we've got to be more secure in the cyber attacks, and even encouraging the Russians to attack Hillary Clinton's servers and things like that. So uh, on that side of tech, he's he not doesn't know much. But the the fear the 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 Outcome: the world of technology under a Donald Trump presidency is quite uncertain. And and Silicon Valley, I think they're in a bit of a panic. And let's use one great example, Apple.
0: Again, he's made it very clear that Apple should be manufacturing in America. He wants to bring manufacturing
1: back to America. Well, that's one of the things that got him elected. And a lot of people are saying, a lot of people have been ranting, how could you, America? And let me tell you, this is what I've observed from American politics, is that voting, whether it's in America or anywhere in the world, it's a very selfish act. I'm going to vote for the person who's going to give me the best deal, not you, not the Mexican who was offended, not the women who were offended, but me. Now, in this case, in the US, the- Breaking news, it is my the, vote. Well, absolutely right. The, the Milwaukee steel worker who saw jobs going to China is not going to care about anything else, but someone who's going to give them some hope of rebuild, m- creating manufacturing again in the US. Yeah. That and was so, his platform. And from an Apple's perspective, and so in an impact on Apple, let's
0: say he somehow was able to do that. And we'll talk about the fact that he may not be able to do any of this in a minute, but- um, Apple manufacturing in America, and remember, they made the Mac Pro in America, yes. and that was a big deal they made. very but expensive product. Very expensive yeah. product and also very niche. But not, yeah. not, not expensive directly because of the American manufacturing, but because it's just one of their crazy, stupid, expensive products. Yeah. Um, but, it not, but nowhere near the scale of like an iPhone correct. or iMac. Rather. Now, let's say they did that. I'll, I'll tell you what happened. If they had to do it, they, they'd make them, and they'd just yeah. sell them to Americans, and they'd be
1: expensive. It'd be $2,000 for an iPhone. And the rest yeah. of the world would get the Chinese ones. And they'd be the same price. Well, because the, because here's he, the dual-edged sword that he's created. Like He was talking about giving you – know, obviously, he's going to look after big businesses, give them a bit of a tax break. Don't know that's going to put a bit of a hole in his coffers, but that's another argument. But say he gives Apple a big tax break, but at the same time says, righto, you're going to make them in America. He, at the same time, he's talking about imposing 45% tariffs on imports from China, which is which is everything. It's just – forget gadgets. It's nearly everything is from China. Yeah. So, again, that's going to put, put up the price if they do decide to stay in China to manufacture it.
0: So is the question really Um well, – let, let's just talk about for a minute, and now we're not political commentators, let's be very clear, but – we're interested in how this affects the world of tech. And Silicon Valley, you know, um, are there going to be restrictions or or t- a loosening of the belt on, on the way VCs and investment can work? Is that going to help the tech industry, for for example? Well, but think, critically, yeah. does the black actually have the power to do any of this? Now, let's be clear. Well, the President is a very, very unique position in the world, yeah. um, but he doesn't have the power to do everything. He has Congress and the Senate. There's yeah. a bunch of checks and balances. He is running the table though. now. They've got the House. They've got the Senate. He he, they're running the table now. But the people, Paul Ryan and the people, People in the of Congress course, yeah. aren't aligned with Donald Trump on everything. Yeah. So what his – and and let me be non-tech for a minute and just talk politics here. You know, I knew I, – I was confident he was going to win. I put money on him winning. Yeah. And the thing about the outrage, about the outrage machine about Trump winning is just chill out, folks. The world won't end overnight. In fact, it won't end at all because he has to just by sheer – Load of work has to surround himself with a bunch of political operatives, a chief yeah. of staff, a media man, all yeah, these so. people, all of these course. things. Of course. And the process will simply will
1: moderate him. By default, he will be moderated down to oh, a yeah. more standard well, well, style president. What's the saying? You, you campaign in poetry, but you govern in prose. Like oh, yeah. you're saying all these these things when you're campaigning, but when you actually got to get down, roll your sleeves up, and do the job, it's a different it's a different and story.
0: I'll give you exa- exhibit A through Z, Malcolm Turnbull. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, it's a what great, it's a, a great did. example. We are you you <laughs> can't tell me that it's not a very similar example. Here's two sure. men and a big shout out to Malcolm. We hey, know, Mal. we he's a oh, yeah. we yeah, know he's a big
1: listener. listener yeah. yeah, can I? I email, we actually threw, uh, email. We threw out throw out the invite to invite him to he's be the, the historic third bloke talking tech. Yeah. we've never people have asked and they've been refused. But we we throw we'd throw it out there to Malcolm Turnbull. That it, is, wouldn't we? he is an open door. So you better stop bagging him now. Then
0: no, he needs to know. This is not this is not bloody the AB.
1: Still love you, Mel. <laughs> yeah,
0: this is not the ABC. We're hard-hitting. He stood up and said, I'm going to do all this stuff and change everything, and he became Prime Minister. And, he, and do you know what? The political machine just simply doesn't let that happen. Yeah. Now, Trump wants to change that. He wants to become – he wants to de-bureaucratic – I don't know yeah. how you make it, but sort what the re- word remove is. The remove the bureaucracy. Yes. of the bureaucracy of the office and, and yeah. government yeah. as best he can. Yeah. In the end, the question is, can he affect change on the world of tech? And more likely, as a businessman – more likely he'll have a positive effect. Well, but and th- no, and that, that, here's that, the funny true. thing.
1: That's true. His, his business acumen is, is obvious, right? But the, the startup community, venture capitalists, it's all about confidence. Lefties. But no, it's all about confidence. <laughs> now, the confidence in the market. Confidence. Yes. Look what happened when it looked like he was going to win the presidency yesterday. The markets plummeted. Thank you for the intro. There Thirty-eight
0: billion dollars wiped off the Australian and stock and market, and <laughs> fifty-eight billion added.
1: Why did we buy shares yesterday? We should have bought shares at three thirty. Can you yesterday. imagine? Yeah, we could have tripled our money. Seriously, this is the thing, yeah, right? Yeah. This is how stupid. But, but it, that's just an example of the volatility that he could, that Donald Trump can bring. Yeah. So, in, in sort of going back to the Silicon Valley, the VCs, the the atmosphere of investment, mm. you want there to be confident in confidence in that. Now, from Silicon Valley, only Peter Thiel. The guy behind what well, investor in PayPal, yep. he before the election was the only real major Silicon Valley figure entrepreneur to support Trump. Smart move, and and everyone else distanced themselves, including Zuckerberg, including um, everyone else. Who else was there? Um, Just everyone. Reid Hoffman from LinkedIn as well. They all went, well, yeah, mate, we're gonna we're gonna leave you over there on your own supporting Trump, assuming that Hillary Clinton was going to win. Now they they they're rethinking things so australians listening to this here's here's the the
0: upshot right there's a couple of big things that could happen over the next 12 months with regards to your tech purchases apple builds a factory Austra- in australia <laughs> you are a complete idiot. I didn't know you'd taken up drinking. Um, <laughs> seriously. The, the Australian dollar is the most obvious one. Now, you forget, forget all the tax stuff. That'll take years before it even comes to fruition. But because of the volatility of his presidency, because of the effect on the American economy, the Australian dollar could well go back up against the US, which I've got to break it to
1: you is great. For, for US yes, import pricing. But, but, but what's going to happen to interest rates, though? That's the big thing. They reckon interest rates in the US are going to start to climb again. How's that our problem? Well, it'll we'll have an effect on our, their dollar will get stronger. Their dollar will get stronger on the back of that.
0: Right, so that's what I'm saying. So, the, the dollar volatility is yeah. what really, forget the stock market, yeah, true. forget all this talk of China's factories and all this kind of stuff, that'll work itself out in the wash. Yeah. What you need to keep your eye on right now the next 12 months, he which he can't change because it doesn't matter about congress it just happens because of markets is Australian reaction. It's dollar a
1: reaction to what he does yeah absolutely. Australian dollar
0: absolutely so okay. hopefully hopefully tech prices come down I don't Hopefully. care what happens to to the American, you know, it's, it's people. It's
1: going to be so interesting. <laughs> yeah. That's your problem, that all you say? Yeah, yeah, basically. But, but look, yeah, we've got our problems here. No, he look at he the two Muppets effect. down in Canberra, mate. Yeah, I know. I'm with you, but I, like he, like, what's the saying that if if United States sneezes, the world gets a cold? It's like they're they're a big big yeah, well, economy, mate, big nation. They got a lot of influence. Let's take a flu shot. Yeah. Well, we have taken twenty flu shots. <laughs> I think.
0: Two blokes talking Trump. Um, Ziggy Zaggy is the hashtag. Um, make podcasting great again. I mean, let's just uh, let's just make it happen. And,
1: and we, should we talk about the size of his hands or and the size of your hands? You got a lot in common with Donald Trump. <laughs> you, you you did hear that, during the campaign about his about his hands. <laughs> Crickets. By the nothing, way, speaking
0: nothing? of post editing, do you even listen to last last week's podcast? Uh, no, I did not. Thanks, mate. I went to all that trouble with the oh, Imperial with the March. Yeah, there, I so did hear that. You no, did not. I, no, Stephen Fennett, you did not listen to my work. To that,
1: <laughs> I went to that and you matched me up nicely. Yeah, very good. You. Yeah, yeah, I even got it in tune, mate.
0: In the, in the, well, not yeah. in tune. You weren't in tune at all, you but were, by the beat. I know. You're uh, you a very talented audio person. Thank you, mate. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech.
1: You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. We travel on. Well, it was a very interesting day I spent up uh, on Monday on the Gold Coast. Schoolies? I was, uh, no, not, not schoolies. I was invited to uh, Rabina State High School uh, with- uh, <laughs> Hey, they checked your credentials and went, the bloke needs an education. <laughs> no, well, they didn't. It was uh, Norton who ha- had they wanted to invite me to to meet Jared Hayne and to watch him in action, presenting to uh, the students with his co-host, Nick Savides from Norton as well, about online cyber safety and and look, I, I think uh, everyone knows what we're about to talk about. But I think the whole tone of the day, the whole the objectives, mm. they were they were coming from the right place. There they are. The on an people- unrelated issue, five
0: hundred and sixty thousand people were on Pornhub during the during the the closing of the polls.
1: I wasn't one of them.
0: Yeah, no, it was a funny tweet <laughs> I saw. Anyway, is that related
1: to what we're talking about? It is slightly. Now look, everyone's probably heard the news that Jared was that he was participating in a demonstration. Of an open network, and and Norton had set up this little dummy open network and signed Jarrod's phone a good into it, and they were observing what was on his phone. He was and, using an iPhone. And what we want to talk about today is exactly what happened, exactly yes. how it happened, I who's
0: responsible, and how so many people did not bother to even do a little bit of research yeah. to find out about this and basically dragged that poor bloke's name through the mud.
1: Very good point because- it was a demo with his iphone and some some little some little cheeky buggers got on there with their phone a yep. samsung device and what it actually demonstrated the, the how good uh, open how like so, the, the whole problem with an open network because that could have been forget it, it, it unfortunately was Pornhub and there's some pretty risque photos on the screen but that could have well been that person's bank account correct or so, his email his inbox or
0: something well, let's let's just turn it back a step and and describe why they did that situation. Let's imagine that the auditorium was actually a cafe. Let's imagine Jared Hayne was consuming a latte at the cafe enjoying the morning papers. Across the bench was Mr Norton. He is a mad individual who wants to hack people. Yes. Because they are both the signed into – a man in the middle. So yes, I'm trying to dumb down the lingo here, Stephen. Yes. Because they're both signed into the free Wi-Fi network, the cafe provider that doesn't require a password, you just click it and go – They are on the same network, connected to the same network, and because man in the middle over here has special software on his computer, which is not hard to get, he's sniffing, listening, looking at all the traffic on the network. Yes. And what what the demonstration was meant to show was – that he could show exactly what Jared was browsing on the internet at that point in time. Now here's the, this is the critical thing. It was showing the activity on the network not what was stored on Jared's phone. So Jared it's, had to open up showed, the 49ers page or the showed, NRL page.
1: It showed a picture of an NFL player, it showed some lines of like there were lines of 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 code or writing and it had things that he typed a password that he may have typed in. Yeah. So the reason for that is is it's showing what you're
0: doing in real time. So you're sitting at the cafe, you're typing in your password, the man in the middle can see that. Yes. And what happened was they made a point, obviously, that it was an open Wi-Fi network and this is why it was not unsecure. Breaking news, there's 200 teenagers in the room. They've all yes. got smartphones in their pockets. Yes. And despite what the principal says, one of those little buggers pulled out their smartphone <laughs> or more, connected to the network, and started surfing porn.
1: Yeah, and I got to say the uh, there was like about two hundred students in the room, and Jared was standing on the on our left hand side of the screen, and Nick was on the other side of the screen, and when the screen changed, like Jared snapped his head up and and went whoa, he sort of looked, head moved back, stunned silence for about two or three seconds, and then everyone started cracking up laughing, and meanwhile Nick is honestly head on a swivel trying to work out how to turn the screen off and laughter continuing and he the look on his face was just unbelievable how shocked he was but he to his credit moved on and thought okay well that's a man in the middle attack he kind of tried to keep keep the show going and did a great job and and talked about password security and all that, what you should and shouldn't do on your phone and all that sort of stuff, online reputation. And it was obviously the the, there were press there from, apart from I was the only tech journal there, but there was Fox Sports there and AAP were there and Channel 7 and 9 because they wanted to talk to Jared Hayne who was starting his 1st preseason with the Titans. So he was a story right there. This took it over. Nick Saviti stood up at the press conference and said, look, it definitely wasn't Jared's phone, and it definitely wasn't. For those who have been tweeting and and assuming, uh, people were saying
0: saying these were images that were on Jared's phone.
1: They weren't hacking his phone. They were sniffing, snooping, listening to the network traffic. The the thing that I wrote a piece the, the following day just to explain that, no, it wasn't him, wrong, and A, it demonstrated perfectly well the dangers of an open network. And B, another thing that he spoke about was online trolls and dealing with people online, cyberbullying, and that's exactly what he had to do following that incident. And within an hour, Jared Hayne was trending on Twitter, people saying, oh, he looked up the San Francisco 69ers by mistake, making these wisecracks. Jared was all class, didn't respond to any of them, and actually what he told his, the students how they should act online, he did that himself and proved their point. He said, right, he was the example because of this incident. And the bottom line, uh, uh, look,
0: it's, it's a pretty – Pretty big stuff up from Norton. I've got to be honest. Um, they 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 should have seen it coming. Uh, Rumor teenagers. They should have seen it coming. I know they've done it before, and it's never happened before. Yeah. But even though it's an open network, they could have closed the network and just said yeah. it was an open network. Of it course. doesn't matter because I'm connected to your network now on my laptop. I could sniff your network. I yeah. could snoop it. But seeing what you're doing. Dif- yeah, exactly. The difference <laughs> is the the demonstration. Look, the best part about it, we've spent all week on The radio on yeah, the different yeah. things talking about open networks, it and made, you know yeah, what? It made, it made the yeah, point absolutely right. Don't use the open networks, cafe networks this, for
1: banking, shopping, those kind of things. Totally right. Like this event, while it, it, I think if that hadn't have happened, we wouldn't be talking about it, yeah. Well, we wouldn't have heard about it on the news. And the when it happened, um, the people from Norton were thinking, Oh, did you do you think they're going to report on that? <laughs> I went. Uh, One million percent they're going to report yeah. on that. Yes. Um, I'm sorry to break it to you, but that's a story now. And yeah. it happened in front of the media, unfortunately.
0: Two Blokes Talking Porn. This is a really interesting show <laughs> we've got happening today. Uh, episode 276. Thanks to the good people at Netgear. Two Blokes
1: Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long.
0: Now it's almost time to meet Orbi, the world's first tri-band Wi-Fi system. Orbi gives you reliable, secure and crazy fast Wi-Fi to every inch of your home. That's right, everywhere. No more dead zones upstairs, no more drop connections through walls, just better Wi-Fi everywhere. Orbi reaches up to 370 square metres through Wi-Fi barriers like walls, stairs and doors. With a dedicated internet connection, Orbi helps prevent buffering while streaming your favourite movies and shows. No matter how many devices are connected, you'll have ultra-fast Wi-Fi speeds. The Orbi tri-band Wi-Fi system works with your existing modem to maximise the speed that you're paying for, and the sleek design and state-of-art te- state-of-the-art technology steals the show. It gives your home a superior Wi-Fi network that's both easier to set up and elegant to display. And with just a couple of clicks, your secure Wi-Fi network will be ready in no time. For more information, visit netgear.com.au or be better Wi-Fi everywhere. Now, fair dinkum, funny story. Like, funny story. Get an email on the weekend. Um Hi, mate. From your, your
1: mole at the CASA. K- no,
0: no. No, no. From the website, EFTM.com.au. You okay. can email me there. Anyone yeah. can, as they can with yeah. you on your website, techguide.com.au. So, yeah, EFTM feedback. It comes through to my yeah. email as it says, yeah. uh, and I, I won't say any of the details, but it said, Hi, mate, i have read a lot of your stories about CASA, drones, and fines. Um, I've got a video on YouTube. CASA's commented that they reckon I'm under investigation. Links to the video. You might want to write a story. Well, yes, I would, my friend. <laughs> and I looked at the video and I went, you are an idiot, and then I rang him. Okay, and- hang
1: on. Before you go on, yeah. though, so was this the guy who shot the video who contacted you?
0: This was the guy who posted the video on YouTube, oh, on to be clear. This I'm- was the guy that posted the video. So he emailed me. The person me. who created the video? Yes. Okay. And so- what state
1: does he live in? Victoria. Victoria, okay.
0: So he emails me with his phone number. I ring him and I say, g'day, mate, how are you doing? And uh, it's clear the name he gave me wasn't his real name because he answered the phone with a different name. And um, Tim, his name's Tim. His real name is Tim.
1: And what, what name did he give you? Oh, Joe or something stupid. Yeah,
0: okay. Anyway, so I've said, mate, you're screwed. Like, you've breached this law, this law, this law, this law. He goes, oh, mate, but no, no, we didn't really fly it that far. So the story is the video depicts him sitting at home, you know, quizzically thinking, I need a sausage from Bunnings. The drone takes off, flies into the distance where Bunnings is, points an arrow in the sky, it's two kilometres away. Um, It shows him putting an envelope and money in a a paper bag dangling from the drone, um, landing at Bunnings, well, not landing, but dangling the money and then the Bunnings sausage people putting the the sausage in the drone and, and he flies off Back home, he's sitting in a jacuzzi, he gets his sausage. Great story. It went yeah. somewhat viral on Facebook yep. when he posted on I had Facebook him on the as well. Today Show this well, hang on, we haven't got there yet. It went sort of viral on his Facebook page and it was getting going okay on YouTube. But then Casa briefing, Casa official commented on the YouTube video saying this video is under investigation. Um, you bre- you may have breached several rules. Here are the rules. Here's a link. And that's and what made him go, were, wait a minute. All the rules? The rules are, as we've talked populated about before, areas. don't fly over populated areas. Don't fly close to buildings or, or roads or people. Close to the um, airport. You must keep it in line of sight. There's these kind of rules, yes. right? And I said to this bloke, I said, mate, you've breached the, the buildings rule. You've come right close to Bunnings. You've breached you've the people rules. Bunnings. You've gone you've uh, you gone it. over Bunnings. Yep. You've gone over a road. You've gone um, really close to people. And, and I said, of, mate.
1: And it's out of sight. It's out of line of
0: sight. I said, and, and it's out of sight and his defence to that is, look, it didn't actually fly that far. We we shot it in pieces, uh, yeah, you know, right. which is true.
1: So they edited, they cut it, cut Correct. away, yeah, right.
0: Correct. Okay. Then he said, mate, I've um, I've, uh, sold the rights to it. I said, oh, yeah, have you really? He goes, a viral hog. I went, oh, yeah, that's good. Anyway, so I didn't I didn't comment on that. But on my article, when because he told me to write a story, yeah. um, I, I I insinuated that his next crime was profiting from the video because you can't commercialise yeah, yeah. the activity of drone yeah, yeah. flight, right? So he's in without, massive without amount of problems. Yeah. yeah. So I've written the story. I've put I've linked to his YouTube video. I've put photos up and everything like that. Anyway, then I've rang him a couple of days later and I've said, mate, has Cassa been in touch? What's happening? I want to know. He's gone. No, but mate, can you take down the reference to me making money? I've gone, no, mate. Sorry, mate. Too late. Too <laughs> too late. late you, you said write a story and you rang me, you know? Anyway. <laughs> so then um, I'm in Canberra yesterday for a Holden event. I land in Canberra and News Limited emailed me. So I'm like, oh, hang on a minute. Something's happening here. They've gone, Can yeah. wait, do you have the video? And I wrote back and said, because he's taken it down, he takes it off YouTube yes. because of the interest from my story. So he takes it off YouTube, News Limited ring me, and this is just a background of how the media works. You'll you'll, you'll appreciate this and people yeah. listening will be interested. Um it said, "Can we have the video?" And I've gone, "Well, I've got no drama. I've made, I've had my traffic. I, you know, I've, I've had my go on the web." Yeah. And and um, he, News Limited, News Limited said to me, um, "I said, look, if you're happy to link." To my article, if you're happy to provide a link to EFtm, because I broke the story, I'm happy to um, I'm happy to provide you with the video as long as you provide me with a good link in the article up the top, not some silly little thing down so the bottom. You didn't give them the video with EFtm all over it. You give them no, the clean one I, I was, I was, and, a, and
1: a link. They I linked.
0: Said, I said I'll give you the video as long as you link to my article. They wrote back. A casa gave us the story. We're not going to link to you. I uh, went. I went. Bludgers. I'm not giving you the video then. Yeah. Right. So then they published a story uh, yesterday morning. This was on Tuesday. Yesterday morning they published a story without any reference to the video, any, any screenshots of the video or anything because they've got nothing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And obviously News Limited, a big publication, it goes crazy, right? Yeah. And then people start finding my, uh, my story. Yeah. So I then – Got my downloaded copy of the video and put EFTM logos on it because I didn't yeah. I wanted to A, make sure that the guy wasn't distributing his video and making money off it because he was going to get screwed by Casa. Yeah. Because by this point, I've become moderator. I've become moderator between this bloke and Casa. I'm trying to tell this bloke how to avoid the fine by being humble. And I'm trying to tell Casa not to come down too hard on him because the publicity is good for the laws, right? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so so I post the video back up on Facebook. Every bloody news organisation in the world is posting the thing. It's Mm -hmm. got 600,000 views or something, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And the bloke, (laughs) this is the best part, the bloke agrees to go on Sunrise, right, with Koshy. And I texted him and said, mate, come on to the Today Show. <laughs> and what about this? And he's gone, nah, mate, I've agreed to go on Sunrise. I said, mate, Carl from New York will love this story. He goes, oh, I love Carl. <laughs> so the bloke's on, on on the Today Show and he's now in, what I can tell you is he's now in, in conversation in with Casa. No, he's now in conversation with Casa because he was, even though he said it was fun, he was a little bit contrite. He knew he'd done the wrong thing. Yeah. Um, and that's really what he needed to project. Will because they still find him? I don't think they will because they've
1: made it very clear to me It'll that. They'll make an example of him, but not find him.
0: They, they haven't found a lot of people. They've, they've had yeah. moderation sessions or counseling sessions with a lot of people. Yeah. They haven't found everyone
1: and, and what so was the, what was the situation with his viral play to get make some money off it did that work or not he did he took it down in the end didn't he, he?
0: cuz he took it down he lost that opportunity okay. which is smart because he doesn't want if he makes yeah. money he's he screwed could have his fine with it. no but he mate he's if he if he makes too much money he's going to get fined 9000
1: yeah. but, but is it but having the laws change where because the drone was under a certain weight no, but you if, can, if
0: you want to have commercial activity, you've got to register in advance. You've got to pre-register. Yeah. You've got to be registered. Have have insurance and everything. Eh? You've uh, got well, there's have, a bunch of things yeah, you've got to do, right? Yeah. So anyway, poor bloke um, made a viral video, and is in massive trouble with the law. And do you know wow. what it reminds us of? There are laws, absolutely. And yes. and and I'll now I'll segue to the reason why this is an important story because GoPro have yeah. have. have Recall the karma. the karma, the bad karma.
1: Yeah, well, it's bad karma <laughs> for
0: GoPro, right? These things are falling out of the sky. There are there is one video at least, and there's many reports of GoPro karmas literally losing power and falling out of the sky. So are we talking few cases, hundreds of cases. We're talking a, a few cases. Them. Okay, there's no 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 reports of hundreds, but a few cases. And, and frankly, for a brand new to product, to
1: cause worries,
0: GoPro have withdrawn it. They're talking to the consumer safety people. They're talking to the Federal Aviation. Really? They've so recalled GoPro the product. Has said,
1: give it back. Give it back, Recall. and we're not giving you another one. They're doing a Samsung Note 7 money back. on them, Note okay, right. so refund,
0: refund, and and like oh, there's there's no there's no word yet on a replacement. Basically, there's no replacements to give you. They're not. They don't know what's the problem. Basically, GoPro doesn't know why their drones are falling out of the sky, and this is why. Numbskull from Victoria flying over yeah, Bunnings. Exactly right. But
1: trust me, but when they did, fail, they fly, fail. Yeah, he flied a Phantom, didn't he? DJI Phantom yes. 2, 3? It, it he was call? a Phantom 4. Phantom 4, the new one. Okay. Mm. Look at him. Okay. Yeah,
0: well, exactly. Yeah. What a buddy, bogans yeah, with yeah. money. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Karma uh, recalled. Two and a half thousand of them were oh, sold. Wow. They've had a recall. There will not be a Karma in people's hands this year. And so this wow. makes CES very interesting. What do they show? What do they say? How do they handle this, they're mate? Because this to, was their big thing. It plays straight into Ma- into DJI's hands because everyone's going to go right. Oh, can't get a car? I'm gonna buy a Mavic. And Mavic is delayed. Not they're they're yeah. shipping them slowly. They're shipping them really so if really slowly
1: today. You won't get it by Christmas, will you? I
0: think it's a push. Just yeah. Scrape it in, maybe. I, th- or? I
1: think it's a punish.
0: You probably oh. won't know.
1: Okay, so. So, are there people buying buying it in the US, or have they got more stock there, or no, no, no is it's, it's, it's just, just the factory shipping. Shortage. It's a global shortage, and they're apologising to people, and people are filthy. But that's but meanwhile, GoPro are recalling their Karma yeah, so- first first out of the gate, their go their drone, and it's doing that.
0: And how do they recover from that?
1: Wow, well, that's a tough one. Although GoPro. They've got a strength of a brand behind them. I think they'll be okay. But that first tentative step into the drone world has been a very bumpy one, hasn't it? Uh, yeah. Uh, real very, fall from very grace. big drop. <laughs> yeah, very good line. Very good. I'll pay that. <laughs> fall from grace. Love Two it.
0: Two blokes talking drones uh, here on Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 276.
1: Thanks, the good people at Netgear. Well, you drive enough cars, don't you? All these fancy new cars that you try out, I do the occasional. I just
0: came from Canberra where I drove the new Holden Astro,
1: which has Android Auto at the base level, $21,000. And CarPlay. Yep. As well, so yep. both. So if you're not driving a new car, though, whether you want to use Android Auto or Android, uh, Apple's CarPlay, you you can't you can't use those services. So Android unless Auto, you install a Pioneer head unit. Exactly right. So if you would install a third party into an older car or have a new car, then you've got Android Auto or CarPlay. But this, both of which are unbelievably, brilliant, sensationally brilliant. great for driving. And well, in this case, let's talk Android Auto because they did a, a, an interesting update to their app, and. Traditionally, with a car, a new car, you connect the phone and the uh, head unit of the car, the screen on the car, then turns into your the, – the, the the phone takes it over, provides navigation, music, messaging, voice control, all of that uh, into your car's head unit. So that's great if you've got a new car. But what Android have done is updated the app so that it allows drivers, any driver of any car – to use their device screen and have all the benefits of Android Auto or nearly all the benefits of Android Auto on any car as long as it's sitting in a cradle because it creates this lovely interface that's got the nice big buttons, uh, the big easy-to-read screen for your navigation, music control, messaging, all of those things at your fingertips.
0: (sighs) I'm not convinced by it. I've just looked at it on my phone. I'm using an
1: Android phone.
0: I... Just and I've just clicked on the Android Auto app. Um, the thing is, I've seen this all before. I mean, we've seen car interfaces before. I don't
1: know why we. Why is this any different to just well, the old look, car look, interface well, that a I lot think, of phones have had? Look, how many other phones that? Well, how many phones exist today that have that functionality? There's not a lot. There've been. I'll, some I'll tell you past. why it's stupid. I'll tell you why it's
0: stupid. Because it doesn't mean you can use it. You can't use your phone even when it's in a cradle. Well, you can only t-
1: touch the screen well, to answer can, a call. You can use your phone for navigation. That That's in the law. You can do that already. Well, I guess it's a pretty fun. And, and, and what I like about it is the fact that, well, okay, I don't need to buy a new car to use Android Auto. If this was available, if CarPlay worked in the same way, that would be incredible. So rather than having to use – instead of using the screen on in your car – You're using the screen that's already on your phone. Don't you think it's unusual that when you connect CarPlay and Android Auto, you connect it with a cable and then put the phone away? There's a perfectly good screen there that you can use but no, we're going to use the car screen, which is great if you if it works. It takes away the distraction of the phone. Well, but the phone is it, will, it takes away its own distraction because it's turned into this interface that you would get from Android Auto anyway. So whether you're looking at a phone screen or the car screen, you're still getting the same information. You're getting the yeah. same service from oh, the from the from the Android Auto. Well, let
0: me let me tell you why I'd use it and why I wouldn't. Why well, I'd use it because it is a much better way of doing the basic mapping and you know what all that kind of stuff, but. I wouldn't use it because it's still a distraction. You can hit the OK button and get out of it and go back to your normal app. So yeah, the temptation the, of the normal phone is still there. It's
1: not automatically
0: everyone, going to
1: stay in that mode. But everyone who doesn't have Android Auto and CarPlay have that have that temptation anyway. It's not this. And it's all it's not going to change anything. Stop
0: that temptation, folks. Put the phone in the glove box. You shouldn't be using your phone. I'm as guilty as anyone. But okay, coach, trust don't me. Can't you
1: see though the appeal to for these people who don't have they might have an eight year old car, suddenly they can use Android Auto. They can have on their screen their Android phone, the same interface that they would have on a new Mercedes Benz or, or, or an Audi. All these new cars, so they've got that access to that ability to that service, that, that uh, the Android Auto service. Mate, if Apple did this, if Apple said tomorrow, CarPlay will work on any phone. Just we've updated a CarPlay app. Go for your life. That would be. It would cause a stampede of people using it including me, and you because know, you don't need a brand-new car, you don't need to connect it through a special head unit, you're using the perfectly good 5.5-inch screen on my iPhone 7 Plus to use CarPlay. I think I'd use it,
0: and then I'd forget to use it, and I'd just use the normal Google Maps. If I'm using it for Nav, i just open up the buddy Google Maps.
1: Yeah, but what about, like, in, in this case, right, let's let's take this scenario, right? I'll tell you how I use my phone in my car. My car doesn't have CarPlay. I've got oh, my nice. car. I've got my car connected to my phone with Bluetooth. So if I get a call, all good. Stephen speaking. And then if if I need to use navigation, I've got navigation built in my car. But if I want to listen to Spotify or Apple Music or listen to an audio book, it's a pain in the ass to try to get. Okay, I've got to go to the menu. Hit Bluetooth. Go on my what? Pull over. Find the blue the the app on my phone fire up the book I want to listen to or the music I want to listen to and that's that's how long it takes. Try your with eyes, CarPlay, princess. With CarPlay, it's all there. I could just go boom, boom, it's two taps on the screen to go from navigation to maps to my music and you're saying that's not a big deal? That would be brilliant. Android users could do that right now. Apple, they need to respond and do this. give the same functionality to CarPlay. That's all I've got to say about that.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we disagree. This as you can probably ascertain, and we'd appreciate your feedback. Ziggy Zaggy is the hashtag. Um, are you for or against the um, – and I don't, I, I'm for the app. I think it's great. I just don't think people use it in the long run. I think they'll forget to use it, and they'll do something else.
1: Well, that's what I, I'm saying. I completely disagree, and my readers uh, also disagree with you because that story's gone stupid on my site. They but love it. That's, no, that's, I don't that's... want to talk about your readers. Um <laughs> <laughs> the hashtag is
0: Ziggy Zaggy followed by I'm with Trevor or I'm with Stephen. Okay, yeah. Okay. You can't say I'm with him because Okay, yeah. That's both of us. Okay. All right. Don't say I'm with her because we like, what are you talking about?
1: We did have we did what did we say? What was the last challenge that we put out there? Was it how to pronounce something? No, no. And oh, uh, the Uno. I absolutely lapped you on that one. Oh, course, boy, I won the Uno. No, you did not. I lapped you. We didn't mention it. I didn't want to mention it. But it's it, not you know. We lapped I lapped you on that. You think it's you a, think you, it's Uno. Uno. you say it's, it's Uno, it's you. Una. Why are you no? And we everyone else agree with me. So this time out, are you with me? Android Auto on the phone, would you use it? On your on the Apple CarPlay, would you use it? I'm with Steve, I'm with Trevor. Hashtag ziggy zaggy. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm excited. <laughs> because What's excited you this time, Trevor? Apple Pay. Okay.
0: Uh, because it's being made available to millions more people. Okay. People who are
1: customers of the police bank, the Hang teachers on. credit union. Hang you. on, can I just stop you right there for a second? Yeah. Yeah. So when Android Auto is available to millions of people, you're not very excited? Because they're not going to use Apple, it! Apple Pay is going to be available to millions of people. And they're going to use it every day so? of their lives. You think so? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: I don't want to break it to you, Champ, but if you started using Apple Pay, you, you would realise how
1: big a deal this my, is. My bank, the Commonwealth Bank, are a bunch needs, of assholes. Uncle Trevor. Potty, Trev. potty <laughs> mouth Trevor again. Needs to pull <laughs> their heads out of the sand, I was going to say. Yeah. Pull their heads out of the sand, wake up and smell the coffee, all the cliches you want. My bank doesn't do it. It's only still, so the major banks, let me, before you go on to Apple Pay, ANZ, mm-hmm. tick, and American American's Express, Best, tick, and that's it. For Apple Pay. Correct. Okay, so these other millions of people you're talking about yeah. are going to be what credit unions and the smaller institutions.
0: Correct. Thirty-seven okay. banks, like you know, Greater Newcastle, is a bunch sy- of banks. Is Sydney Credit Union. Sydney of them? Bank is. I don't know. I've got the list on the Sydney credit- com. Sydney com. Sydney um, credit Union. And I'm there,
1: baby. I'm with Sydney Credit Union. Well, there you go, my friend. It could could that's well be them. Little, I'm not quite sure. My though. cheeky little account that I keep.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh does <Joe> know about <laughs> it. The
1: taxes, no, Jane knows about oh, it. Oh, she does
0: really. Paid for Before our for our
1: holiday, mate. Um, so the the
0: thing here is. This is not a big deal really, but it is a big deal when it comes to the C and the Commonwealth, National and Westpac. The Commonwealth, National and Westpac are still waiting – for the ACCC to make a decision about them acting as a cartel. I repeat, a cartel. It's it's a criminal bloody name, the way it sounds. It would have been up the top, yeah, maybe. Um, Sydney Credit Union, Stephen Fettig, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, is getting Apple Pay. Um, Wow, what a day. Um, And sorry about your ears there, folks.
1: Is Is it as exciting as using your Apple Watch as a boarding pass?
0: More, oh, oh, 50 looks- times more. <laughs>
1: really? <laughs> oh, no. you remind me of that bloke on the ad. You know, the ad, the, girl goes, oh, yeah. the girl goes, wouldn't this be faster if you did it all together? He goes, oh, shh, stop it. You. You're ruining it's, the moment. It yeah, is, that's you, eh? Hey. That's, that's based that on you. It is that good.
0: It is that good. Okay. Okay. Oh, I can't, I can't wait. I don't know when you're going to get it, but it'll be sometime it's soon. Good at you. Um, Here so here's the thing the ACCC still haven't made a decision on this bloody case, right? Banks have responded. Apple has responded again with much more detail about how secure their app is and why it's secure. I am just calling and calling for the ACCC to make a bloody decision. Hang
1: on a minute. Breaking news, okay? Right. The disclosure, <laughs> the author is pers- – this is the author. This is Trevor yeah, Long. Yeah, yeah. The author is strongly against the ACCC making a finding in favour of the banks yep. and has made a public submission to that effect, who yep. you or the banks have. You Me, have. I have, yeah. So you've made a public submission. Yep. I'm going to click so on
0: it. To the on ACCC. The
1: so you've written to the ACCC and said, you guys yep. are off base. No, I've doing?
0: written to the ACCC saying thank thanks for taking public submissions. There's been oh, heaps okay, of them, yeah, right? So you're one of them. I think people. the banks are a pack of assholes, and I don't again. think I don't think I've said that in the letter. I'll be honest. Okay. Um, what I've said in in so summary, could I, could I find yeah, yours here? it's here somewhere if you scroll around, maybe if you search. Um, what What I said in summary was this would be like telling us all to carry around a different different um, wallet. Keep going. Um, I, I just said, look, it, it's what the banks want is for us all to have a separate wallet. For every single bank we have. I've got one wallet. It's called Apple Pay. Make it happen.
1: And I look I just so hang on. You wrote to Ms. Faye Wu at the A Senior Analyst Adjudication at the C. That's correct. So they're basically take, trying to take our temperature by the number of submissions they receive. Yeah, because they get enough submissions. Mm-hmm. So so if I say so if I wrote to them as a Commonwealth Bank customer and yeah. say, listen and pull your head out of the sand. What are you doing? That's right. That that will be a tick then to say, okay, well, so there's a Commonwealth Bank customer. Well, look, who knows
0: whether the ACCC just go, all those public people, They don't worry about what they say. Here's a lawyer that said this from the banks. I don't know. Yep. But I'll tell you right now, if the ACCC grant the application, I will go off my nut and they
1: will hear about so it. So if, if the ACCC grant the bank's submission, yep. then it, that's against Apple Pay. That's right. And, Okay. So there are, you know what's encouraging?
0: There are a lot of public submissions and every single individual submission is against the big banks. Every single big submission is a, is in favour of Apple Pay. There's a bunch of other payment providers and different things that have put submissions in. Apple's now had two submissions um, in response to the banks. It's a very interesting, to, a lot of text to read, but in the end, um, Apple's standing so its is, ground. This
1: is from Apple? Yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks for thanks This 26th yeah, of October. October. This was only two weeks ago. I was in Hawaii when this
0: happened. Oh, no. This was only made public a few days ago. Oh, right. they, the, you, you put the submission goes in, it takes month, weeks before they actually publish it. Oh, okay. Bottom line, Apple is standing its ground. It's standing strong to say that we're oh, not... Cool. Yes, a lot of redaction goes on in these things. So
1: redaction is <coughs> for your eyes only. That no, yeah, so for the ACCC C only, it. yes. Right.
0: <coughs> so Apple is standing its ground saying our, our system is secure and it's secure because... We made it secure. <laughs> that's a good page. Yeah, a lot of redaction going on that page. Jeez,
1: um, it's, a, it's a novel. And, oh, that's, and
0: this is a short submission. You should read the bank's ones and Apple's original oh, one. It's, no. it's, it's a very, very long, a lot of detail. Bottom line, the banks have still got the big middle finger up to the public and they want, let's be clear here, what the banks want is app, access to the NFC chip. They want the ComBank app to be able to use the NFC chip for ComBank. Apple's saying, good luck, no other bank in the world has that. Why would we give it to you, you gibberish?
1: So and is it would it, it would it create afraid, a security like, can risk. Can I just make a little observation here, right? Yeah. And Apple's trying to crack someone else's trying to get into someone else's arena here. Isn't it funny how when Apple was the company that was making the big changes and was kind of telling you know record labels and when you know iTunes digital music when when it was Apple telling them, look, it's our way of the highway, mate. This is it. Now Apple are finding themselves. In, in the reverse role here where they're trying to get into the – trying to convince the banking sector that this is the way to go and how the, the kind of the, – the shoe's on the other foot here. Can you see the, the comparison? Yeah, I do. I just think yeah. that – I actually think Apple have
0: very good ground to be on because this is our – this is a security of our a credit card detail
1: we're, we're trying Absolutely. to protect here. Yeah, and they're, trying to, positive, and the create, st- they're trying to protect that. And create – they're trying to create a notice, full like. digital wallet, right? Question without notice, okay. Do Apple make money – of course, I'm yes. answering my own question. Every transaction yes. Apple Pay, they clip the ticket. Yes. How much? Who knows? You don't know. It's a few like, cents. Let's call it five cents in a hundred dollars. There'd be micro transactions. Five and add up to big dollars. money. Right. So that's Apple, and the banks don't obviously want to, motivated. And by the banks that. don't want to hand that over. Right. Well, they're just protecting their turf. Like aren't they? Like Commonwealth Bank. What did they make profit last year? Six billion dollars. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> they're struggling big yeah. time. I know. But ANZ. Doing wonders. Straight They've
0: had huge signups of customers because they went. We don't care for about five cents, one hundred dollars. Okay, okay, we want the
1: customer experience to be this. Let me play devil's advocate for one moment, okay? You devil's advocate. Why, why? Why would Commonwealth Bank want to give Apple? Why would the Commonwealth Bank want to give make help Apple make money? Because they're helping their customers have simplicity. What they
0: don't want is they don't want customers who have multiple banks. So on my Apple Watch or my my iPhone, I can go, I want to play by Apple Pay. I can swipe between my ANZ and my Amex. And in the future, I might be able to swipe between my St. George and my ANZ and my loyalty card and all these things. It's a digital wallet.
1: But the, so if you the have but the Commonwealth, Commonwealth Bank, Bank card, you, they'd still make a few cents, as would Apple. Yes,
0: exactly. It's not like they're taking so the full who, transaction. But where does fee? the
1: money come from? Does the money come from the person I'm buying these goods from, or where? Who gets the who gets yeah, but, the transaction? But, don't don't overbear yourself with that, because that's happening now with your card. No, but there must be some kind of conflict here, because if Commonwealth are being so stubborn about this, think about it this way, right? Where, no, but, uh, no, no, like, no, 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 at, no, no, no. i explain it to you exactly. Right now,
0: if you walk up and pay a hundred buy by groceries for hundred dollars with your physical card. Yep. From the Commonwealth Bank and you tap and go, you've paid a hundred dollars. Yep. The bank clips, you know, it's fifteen, let's call it fifteen cents of that hundred dollars, okay. right? Yep. If if I pay with Apple Pay yep. that hundred dollars, the bank gets, let's call it ten cents and Apple yep. gets five. We don't know what the numbers are, we never will. Okay. But it's it's the same, it's no difference to so, the consumer. But, but still
1: Commonwealth Bank are gonna earn less money from that transaction. That's They're gonna correct. lose money.
0: Yeah. So why would they wanna why would they let Apple Waltz in? Because then consumers will do, will adopt a safer tap and go technology okay. more rapidly, and consumers are asking for it. They're not saying you have to exclusively use Apple Pay. You can still use the silly little sticky you've got stuck on the back of your phone if you want, mm. or you can use Apple Pay, which is convenient and good for consumers.
1: Yeah, I, I can, I can look, I can see both sides of it. I think but the remember, convenience factor is there, the safety factor is there because the credit card transaction is secure. But Commonwealth Bank, for the sake of me. Pulling a piece of plastic out of my wallet, or rolling my wrist towards a terminal, or pulling my phone out of my pocket, are going to give up a fair chunk of money here.
0: Not, I don't think it's a fair chunk of money. Remember, I'm just well, pulling numbers out of the sky. No, okay. no, I'm pulling numbers. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying it's a third. If third. It's said, probably not a third, right?
1: It'll be, it'll be decent though.
0: But let me, let me be very clear here. I've got no problem with the Commonwealth Bank and Apple negotiating as to whether that's zero or a million percent, right? Yeah. What I have a problem with is the Commonwealth, the National, and Westpac together negotiating with Apple. That's bloody collusion, mate.
1: It shouldn't be allowed. Yeah, but I I think, yeah, I understand. I totally understand. But you're looking at it from, again, look at it from the bank's perspective here. They're they're trying to protect something that's been in place for, for decades. And the fact that Apple want a part of it now, hello, we make watches and phones and we want a part of the yes, credit card they, business. They created, they, they you read, course, have Apple's a read. Of Apple's to have a go. Have a read of Apple's last submission because yeah. it talks about how much they invested
0: in creating the technology that is the digital wallet, right? Of course. And all they're saying is yeah. consumers aren't forced to use the digital wallet. It's yeah. a choice. Yes. And you know what? What the ComBank want to do is charge us extra to use Apple Pay.
1: Yes. Right? So rather than taking a, a cut,
0: they want to they, they want they pass it picture. back on
1: to the customer. Yeah. Well, there's the problem.
0: And so the last there's thing I'll sure. say to you is yeah. as soon as the Sydney Credit Union is available, I want you to sign up. I oh, want you I'm to crap. use it. For and sure. I bet you any money, you'll be thinking, <laughs> screw you, off I want this for everyday transactions. Yeah. Okay.
1: So no, blo- I'll give it a go. I've been looking forward to using it. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. We travel on. Right, oh well, uh, a quick one before the minute reviews. We're going to talk what about. Are you getting bored uh, of me? No, not at all. I'm just thinking that you've had a long day and that you've been yawning and looking a bit distracted. I have not
0: yawning <laughs> in this program.
1: <laughs> the uh, Amazon have launched a new service, and and we've we've this sort of the all you can eat model is such a popular one these days, oh, don't you think? Spotify. I'm not talking yeah. about Sizzler. I'm okay. I'm talking about I'm talking oh, about Spotify. Cheesy toast bread. I'm all, talking yeah. about Apple Music. I'm talking about Netflix and mm. Stan. That all-you-can-eat model, so the one-off monthly subscription, is now being transferred to books with Amazon's new Kindle Unlimited. Now, if you're a reader and you like to get through your books really quickly, for $13.99, you can download as many books as you want as long as you keep your membership Asterix value. Asterix it's only from a million books not all books are qualified oh, what I only get a so million books there's, there's five million books in the in the kindle library and, and I'm assuming it's the good ones you can't get well all the latest releases but but you can still there are like, if you want to read the Harry Potter series for example that that you could do that or some great Australian authors or, or really uh, some very popular non-fiction books some classics you could get through those if you wanted to binge the Harry Potter series or some other crime novels or whatever Steve King Books, Michael Connolly, John Grisham. you can you can access those titles. All you can eat, $13.99 a month. You can do it through the Kindle device. You can also do it through the Kindle app, whether it's on an Android phone, an iPhone, iPad, Android tablet. Uh, and you can also try uh, try it for free for 30 days. There's a 30 day free trial, uh, and you can check it out. You also get all Spotify the... for books, mate. It is, exactly that. You can you can also enjoy all the features that you would enjoy with a regular Kindle, like Whisper Sync. So it remembers where you're at uh, if you're listening to the same audio book, because uh, Amazon owns Audible as well. So that you can, if you're listening to the book as well as reading it, it'll take you exactly where you are up to. Uh, there's X-ray too, so you can look at the, the chapter structure and go exactly where you need to go. So all of those are there. There's also a choice too for uh, the the short reads, which are the less than hundred page. Um, novellas uh, And they're they by some famous authors too Stephen King, John Le Carr, Susan Hill Some great titles there as well So you're getting all the benefits of the open Kindle store it, it, The title numbers are limited to a million which is a lot, lot of so reading
0: basically if you've got a subscription and you, and you look to browse a book It says $0 if it's in the package And it's got the normal price If it's not
1: Absolutely right So if it is Kindle Unlimited uh, if, it's, if it's part of that service here yeah, It'll say read for $0 and 0 cents and then you're away. But Kindle Unlimited, $13.99. If you're an avid reader, that's a bargain. Yeah, it's a good, good deal. Uh, check it out, techguide.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech
0: with Trevor Long and Stephen Fenwick. Rightio, your minute reviews, which have been, let's be honest, we should just call them the two-minute reviews. Um, and we're going to kick it off with, uh, oh, okay, we're going to kick it off with your, if you listen, if you can do this in a minute,
1: or try. Okay, you're gonna be, be surprised. Everyone knows I'm like just like you're an F1 fan and you got your favorite games. This is one of my favorite games to play. Call of Duty. I look forward I've to. I've never new been title. invited around for a sesh. Well, I'm uh, happy to fire it up for you, but the new game, Infinite Warfare, is, is a bit of a step away from your normal Call of Duty. It uh, takes place in outer space, so oh, it's Lord. that reaction is exactly what a lot of players, a lot of the hardcore COD players are thinking, oh, science fiction game, leave me out of it, but the good news is that it still retains its DNA. It's still that, that gritty ground war. All that stuff that you love about COD is still there. There are some other additions to the game where you, you fly a spaceship and you're floating around. That actually adds to the gameplay. I really enjoyed the whole campaign. Uh, it's got uh, really good voice work in it. The characters are great. It includes the villain is Kit Harrington, And for Game of Thrones fans, they know that's Jon Snow in the Game of Thrones. And the mo- the, the motion capture is just absolutely brilliant because you immediately recognize who he is. Uh, look, the campaign's great. The characters are terrific. That part of the game's excellent the multiplayer part of the game which is what many people Good, so the, that's the, the game only game. reason a lot of people buy the game is disappointing wow it's it's really so it feels like it's similar to what we had last year there's no real innovation while the campaign added all these new scenarios and it's new basically ways just to play, new maps it's new maps and it's it's it had a "I've being here before kind of feel to it So that was a bit of a letdown. If the multiplayer had had equaled the campaign in terms of variety and all these other things, it would have been terrific. But that said, multiplayer is still good. It's as good as last year, which is kind of a replication of last year's model anyway, last year's game anyway, but still a very enjoyable campaign. They've really taken it a next step. If you play it on the PS4 Pro, it is amazing with HDR, 4K quality. Uh, You download the patch for it if you've already got it, and it looks terrific. So really enjoyable campaign, multiplayer, good, not great.
0: Interesting for that um, two-minute review. Well done.
1: Um, That is the
0: shortest you've ever spoken about Call of Duty, though. Well done. Uh, Two blokes talking tech.
1: And this one from Fitbit. Fitbit, yeah, fit- Fitbit Flex 2. Now, this is your most affordable Fitbit and it's also your most versatile and it's waterproof. So three big ticks there. So it's $149.95. So if you just want to get into the Fitbit, to wear it, to track your steps, track your sleep, access all your information on the on the app, you can do that. It automatically detects when you're running, when you're, when you're walking, when you're in an aerobic session. You can also take it for a swim because it's waterproof and it also manually automatically detects that as well. Uh, but the, the beauty of this system, though, is that, again, the app is excellent and it's uh, all your, your deep information you can get from the app. But the actual device itself is, actually, is a module that pops out of the back of the band, so you can easily change the band. But if you want to put it inside a, a nicer bracelet or even a pendant, you can do that. So for for people who, like, especially women, I'd say, who want to still keep track of their steps but not having to wear a daggy, a daggy tracker on their wrist, they can put it in a pendant or in a, a nice rose gold bracelet or a silver bracelet and still get the same activity tracking as they would as if it was in the normal band. So big tick there. Again, sleep tracking, really thin and light. Uh, it's affordable, $149.95. And again, the terrific track. Tracking, a lot of detail you get through the app. A battery lasts forever. Forever, I mean, almost a week. So six to seven days. Because it's it's so, compared to other trackers, that's, that's, that's pretty long. About seven days you get because there's no there's no big screen to yeah. display. There's no, there's only lights, indicator lights on the front, and that that you double tap and you get a you get an indication of how many steps you've done. So there's no big. You've display. You've done four steps. If you if you do want to have that detail, then you need to go to the Fitbit Alta or the Fitbit Charge Two if you do want to have the time and all that information. But the beauty of this is that you can still wear a watch and have your fitness tracker because you're not you don't have two screens on at yeah. the same time. Yeah. Fitbit Flex Two, one forty nine ninety five. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Details, techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with
0: Trevor Long and Stephen Fenwick. Value for money tonight. Value for money, Stephen. Every week's value for money. Is it? I mean, Ziggy ziggy Zaggy, 276, what percentage have been value for money? Uh, Given that
1: you pay nothing. 99%. 99 99.9%. I think we're probably at 95. 95, you reckon? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: It's been good, though. Yeah. Should we keep episode
1: doing? Episode
0: 276. Big milestone coming up for it you is, next week. Yeah, weekend? it
1: is for me. Yeah, I'm going to record Tech Guide episode 224. And those of you who are good at maths, if you add up 276 and 224, that adds up to 500. It'll be my 500th podcast I'm going to record next week for Tech Guide.
0: Welcome to the club. There's not many of us around. Are you Mike. 600 yet? Oh, I don't know. I can't count.
1: Okay. But it is, uh, it is going to be a milestone that I'm going to celebrate next week.
0: Oh, well, that's good, man. Make a cake. Come around, I'll make your bacon and eggs. I'm getting very
1: good at it. Yeah, I saw that, yes. Yeah, they look pretty impressive. I've got to, got to still put it through. yeah, you know, they look looking good and tasting good are two different things.
0: Practice makes perfect. Yeah, That's what I've discovered. Yeah, two blokes talking tech. Thanks to the good people in Niki. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening.